talk about opinions. And opinions are like assholes, they say. Everyone's got one and they all stink. That's, that's what they say. And I want to talk about opinions because I feel like judgment is often talked about on, on a weight loss journey in, in like at any kind of where you go, you always hear things like, you know, don't let other people's opinion get you down or don't judge yourself too harshly, right? So judgment is kind of talked about and we talk about that as well, not taking other people's judgments to heart. But I think we forget about the opinions. And what I mean by that is judgments are, are the things that are kind of split second decisions that are made or formed, right? And then opinions are the things that we carry with us. We carry them around, whether it's our opinion on something, someone else's opinion, our own opinion of ourselves, and we carry the opinion, opinions around. Judgments kind of happen from situation to situation, and we have to learn how to cope with those in the moment. Whereas opinions, I feel, are a lot more dangerous and sneaky and a little bit heavier because we carry them around. Whether it's our own or someone else's, opinions tend to stick around, in my experience, more so than a judgment. So the reason I want to talk about this is it, it's very, in my opinion, opinions are, in my opinion, uh-oh, in my opinion, opinions are very harmful because um, whenever opinions are brought up, it rarely ends well. Can we agree? Whenever there's an opinion brought up, it almost never ends well. It ends in some type of heated, on the low end, a heated debate, right? Whether it was heated inside, inside you, you were heated, or it actually happened verbally outside. So whenever an opinion is brought up, um, usually just for the sake of stating an opinion, never ends well, right? An opinion should never be talked about if all it has is an opinion, right? If there's facts and you are coming into a situation open-minded, willing to hear out the other side um, or weigh pros and cons, then an opinion has some validity. But most of the time, opinions are brought up solely for the, the fact of stating your own opinion, right? And it's demonstrated in the fact that, I found this quote, it says, the fewer the facts, the stronger the opinion right? Or louder, the opinion, or more aggressive, the opinion, or more hostile, the opinion. You can replace that word. But basically, the fewer the facts, usually the stronger the opinion is, right? And I think that in and of itself should be enough to discredit any loud opinion, right? The fact that the louder it is, generally, there's not much to back it up should be enough to work through an opinion by yourself or drop an opinion or give attention to an opinion or not. And I wanna share a story with you kind of demonstrating this thought um, of how fewer the facts, louder the opinion, okay? So there's this donkey and there's this tiger, all right? And they're sitting together in a field and they're chatting and they get on the topic of grass. And the donkey goes, the grass is blue. And the tiger goes, no, the grass is green. And the donkey goes, no, but it's blue. And they go back and forth, they go back and forth. They can't come to an agreement. So they say, okay, let's go get the lion involved. The king of the jungle, he'll settle it for us. He knows what's right. So they start to walk over to where the lion is laying down and resting. And as they're walking over, the donkey yells, he thinks the grass is green. He thinks the grass is green. 
And then they get to the lion and the donkey says, tell tiger that the grass is blue. And the lion goes, you're right, the grass is blue. And then the lion says, as a punishment for being wrong, tiger, you need to, you're not gonna be able to talk for five years. And then the donkey puffs off his chest, walks away high, head high, like he won something. He won the battle, he walks away. And then when the donkey walks away and the tiger and the lion are alone together, the tiger says, I will accept my punishment gracefully, but why did you call me wrong when the grass is green? And the lion said, yes, you're right. The grass is green, but you are too majestic and too intelligent of a creature to argue with an ass. How cool is that? So even, even just engaging brings you down to that level and you end up wasting your time and the lion's time, right? The lion punished the tiger because he wasted his time and he's better than that, right? If you engage in it with an ass, you will become an ass. It's crazy. And you are too majestic and intelligent of a woman to even put yourself on that level, to even think about putting yourself on that level. And I think that's such a cool statement because the louder the opinion, the, the less facts it's based on, but the louder opinion, the harder it is to ignore, the harder it is to not listen, right? So then you start listening. And then when you listen, it's hard not to engage. And then when you engage, you've lost all your power and you're just punishing yourself, regardless of what your point was, right? Knowing the grass is green, should be enough. Why do you have to prove it to anybody, even to yourself? Because you got a lot of good and bad opinions of yourself. If you know in your heart of hearts that the grass is green, what does it matter if somebody believes in their heart of hearts if the grass is blue? If they're not, if you know that they're an ass, they're not changing their opinion. They just want to be right, regardless of the, what the conversation is. They just want to be right. So there's nothing that you could ever say or do that would shift that, nothing. So why waste your energy? Keep your opinions to yourself. Keep your opinions to yourself. Your opinions of situations, right? Uh, politics, religion, relationships, weight loss. We all know somebody in our life that is an expert at weight loss, yet they're overweight, right? There's somebody, usually it's a family member at a family function that always talks about the newest thing that they're doing or, or maybe the newest thing that you should be doing, <laughs> right? I don't know where they get their credentials, but there's always somebody. So keep your opinion to yourself. Value your opinion enough to keep it to yourself. Because you know that you've backed up your opinions with facts. Sometimes silence is strength. How silly does it look when you don't engage? The ass becomes more of an ass. 
and you stay the majestic tiger. It's crazy. And uh, I used to, I used to care a lot about what people thought about me. And then I tried to pay my bills with their opinions. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. I used to care a lot about what people thought about me. And then in my darkest moments, I was alone with myself, alone with my mind and other people's opinions in my mind. So I was still trapped, never alone. Everybody's opinions came with me. Now when I'm alone or I'm in a dark moment or a weak, vulnerable position, I'm alone with myself, my true self, my empty mind with my own strong opinions to guide me in the right direction. That's the difference. That's the difference. You can have as many opinions as you want. Why do you need to share them? If you are so strong in them, why do you need to share them? Think about a time when somebody told you their opinion, whatever, whether it was political, whether it was whatever, whether it was with your journey, which I'm sure you've had, why did they share it? Why do you think they shared their opinion? Because they felt weak. They didn't believe it enough, so they had to say it out loud to make it real. Because you were so strong in your actions, you made them feel weak. That's true power. You didn't even do anything intentionally. You just kept being your best self. And it brings out everybody else's true self around you. Right? Think of the biggest martyrs and the biggest inspiration and mentors, Martin Luther King, Gandhi, whoever it is that you, you, that you pops up into your mind, they acted more than they talked. They didn't push their opinions on anybody. They didn't push, they weren't pushers. People came to them and they shared when they were asked. Big difference, big difference. So I want you to ask yourself, ladies, where are you wasting energy engaging with an ass? Even if that ass is yourself. Where, why, when does it happen the most? There's some type of energy leakage happening in your life. And energy is the most sacred thing on your weight loss journey that you need to protect at all costs. Not just blanket general energy, positive energy. The second anyone creeps into the cracks, they drain you of that energy. And when they drain you of the energy, they're draining, draining you of precious time. When you waste energy, you've wasted your time. So really think about it, ladies. And it, this doesn't even have to be weight loss related because by now, you should be aware that whatever's happening in your mind affects how you make decisions. That's why when you have a stressful day from work, you go straight to the food. You make a bad decision because you're in a bad mindset. Whatever happens up here will reflect how you act out in the real world. So these opinions, like I said, they're the ones that you carry with you. They're not instant snap judgments you can brush off in a couple seconds or a couple hours. The opinions, they stay in your mind. 
because you gave them the energy to stay there. You're engaging with that ass. How can you stop that? How can you just be good knowing that you're enough? And that if you're not enough, you have what it takes to be enough or to go find out a truth, to go find out the facts. You are enough for that. Whether the opinions are valid or not, you are too majestic and intelligent to have somebody else make you question yourself because you're already questioning yourself. It's already built in you to question yourself. Is this gonna work? Am I worthy? Am I good enough? Can I keep this up? Should I even try? You're already fighting yourself. And when you give someone else the time of day, it's game over. You're already using your energy to keep you in line with yourself, to keep the ass out of you. Then you gotta go involve someone else. And the risk just exponentially grows. So this is just your reminder. Check what's happening in your life. Check where your energy and attention and focus has been. Where has it been? Even if it's not on somebody's specific opinion, you're thinking about something. What you're thinking about has formed a couple thoughts. You've built an opinion on those thoughts. Whatever it is lately, busy at work and hate your boss, right? Sick of, sick of COVID. You have these opinions for a reason. Where did they come from? And do they deserve your energy? Where are you wasting your energy? What has been on your mind lately, ladies? Write it in the comments. What is on your mind lately that's making it harder for you to make good decisions or making, it, uh, making you feel more tired than usual, making you feel more flustered, more overwhelmed, less time? What is it? Write in the comments. What is that thing? And what is your opinion of that thing? Or someone else's opinion that you can't get out? You need to know that it's there to recognize how much energy you are putting into it. In vain, feeding it, you're feeding it. You're feeding the wrong thing. Whatever you feed will grow, ladies. Whatever you feed will grow. What are you feeding that should be starved? So this is just a reminder. You need a shift. Whether you're crushing your goals right now or failing miserably or somewhere in between, which will all touch that spectrum eventually. No matter where you are right now, something has your attention and energy. Even if it's just a speck, take it back. Take it back. You are in control. Let it go. Do not bring yourself down to that ass level. Do not engage with those asses. You're not a donkey. You are a tiger. You are a fierce tiger. Act like it. Think like it. Protect your energy like it. 
Take these words to heart, ladies. Take it to heart. Whether you got into a fight with the hubby, you're unhappy somewhere, with, you're unhappy with your progress. It's all about how you're, how you're forming your opinions and perspectives on the situation and, and what outside sources are perpetuating that bad opinion. What are the outside sources, whether it's an outright opinion or just something floating in the air that's persuading you? Media, the news, what are they putting in your head that is no longer serving you? What is no longer serving you? I had a conversation with the Fit Queen today and I made her make a list of all, all, the, all the thoughts that were holding her back that would pop up. And one of the thoughts was, she felt guilty. She felt guilty for being sick 10 years ago and she had to quit her job and she had to recover and she was sick, really sick for a long time. And she felt guilty that, that, that she did that. And she carried that guilt with her for those 11 years since. And those thoughts do not serve you anymore. Maybe you had a right to feel guilty at some point because of what the situation caused. But at the end of the day, what happened happened, right? What was in your control was in your control. Maybe you took control, maybe you didn't. And then everything else that you couldn't take control of, why are we even focusing on it? Why are you even worrying about it? A lot of the times people form the strongest opinions on the things that they have zero control over. Why? Because it is easy. It is easy to complain and whine and point fingers because usually the situation is so big that they're complaining about, they couldn't even fix it if they tried. So the pressure's off to even try to fix what they're complaining about. Crazy. Crazy. Form your own opinions on yourself. Put yourself in everybody else's situation. Put your blinders on. You're, on. you're on a yellow brick road to your goal right now, to this future you. You're on this yellow brick road and you're skipping along and you have beautiful green grass on either side and you're enjoying your journey. You're enjoying the scenery. And if someone yells at you in the distance, the grass is blue. Just keep walking. Keep walking and enjoying your green grass. Looking back to even see who it was is slowing you down. Forward is the only way to go. And when you move backwards, you can still turn it into a forward by changing your opinion on, on what that backwards meant and blocking out the other opinions of what people and things and society makes you think that backward meant. Everything we do, every action we're doing is because it's validating uh, an opinion we have. Really, right? Every action, right? Why do we drink coffee in the morning? Because my opinion is that I need it to get through the day, right? We have opinion after opinion after opinion dictating every action that we make. That's crazy. That's a lot of opinions, a lot of silly opinions, a lot of incorrect opinions, a lot of valid opinions, a lot of silly opinions 
that aren't helping us anymore. And these opinions have been put there for a long time, usually by someone else first. And then we just think they're our own. Right? Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. And, and you just have to ask yourself, what is not serving me anymore? And let it go. Let it go. Let it go. You are dragging yourself down to a level you don't want to be. What's worse than failing is being at that level. Letting yourself get to that level. Fail gracefully. Fail because you failed, not because someone else contributed to it. Don't let somebody else or something else be the reason that you fail. Be responsible for every success you have and every failure you have. That's how you can reproduce results and reproduce great progress. If you caused all of it, good and bad, don't get clouded. Don't let other people waste your time. Don't let yourself waste your time. That's a big one. You're with yourself all day long and all night long, 24 seven until the day that you die. You're with yourself alone in your head. What is in your head recently? What is in your head recently? If it's somebody else, get them out. If it's your, your bad side, flip the script. Flip the script. You don't have to believe the new script, but you have to read the new script. You don't have to believe it right away. Those opinions don't just change. But you can introduce new ones and maybe they'll stick or you can introduce some more facts, those sure as hell will stick. And then you'll notice that you, because when somebody gets loud with an opinion, it's because that's the only way that it's heard. Because it's not, it's not a good enough argument to be heard if it was soft. And so there's real strength in silence in quietness, there's real strength when you don't need to be loud to make a decision. What do you get loud about? We all have something. I know what I get loud about. If someone brings it up, watch out. I get loud. I, I'm I, I get loud. And then all that means to me is that's not my place. I'm wasting my energy. I'm stooping down to a level I don't want to be. And that's very easy to get stuck in, especially if you watch the news and scroll through social media a lot. It's unreal, unreal. The more you watch, I don't know if you guys notice this, the more you watch that stuff, the louder you get yourself. Have you noticed that? The less calm, more uneasy, frantic, easily riled up. Has anybody else noticed that? The more you engage or put yourself in positions where you hear people's loud opinions on anything, you start acting like it. You're, you're more touchy. All of a sudden you have more to say because someone else put an opinion in your head that maybe you resonate with for a little bit. 
Catch yourself. Watch these habits. This is not a, I'm not saying I'm just not for a public service announcement. This is for you to check the habits that you've been stuck in for a long time. If you want to lose weight and be healthy and become this unstoppable woman, it starts with the little habits. And it starts with, you know, not being that all or nothing kind of woman, including your opinions and being loud about them or letting other people's loud opinions influence you anymore. We're trying to find that balance and the perfect balance doesn't exist, but there sure as hell is a better balance than what you've got going on right now. Even if you're proud of how far you come, congrats, next level, let's go, right? So really pay attention. I want you to protect your space, ladies. Protect yourself. You have to be the calm in the storm. That's how you make it out alive. Are you able to be the calm in the storm? No matter what, no matter what, probably not. There's too many opinions around you that are loud telling you what you should do, how you should think, how to feel about what, where you are in life, right? Only you know what feels right. But if there's too much input, sensory overload, you're going to be so frazzled, you won't know a way out. And then you start acting frazzled. You get overwhelmed more easily. You slack off more easily. You make just a couple little bad decisions more easily. And then when you, and then that's going to take you from being consistent to finally having your groove to being confident in, in the abilities in the work and the effort you've put in and seeing it pay off. It pulls you down a little notch and you get a little disappointed and you have a little less control. And then it doesn't take as much to throw you off anymore. If you've ever spiraled on your journey with, you know, working out like crazy to no working out, eating salads every day to just binging. If you've ever had those big, big spirals, it's because things affect you too easily. Your emotions, your stress, things are getting to you too easily. You gotta set up some healthy walls here. Your energy is precious. Your time is precious. If we shift that energy, it's inertia, it's physics. That energy will keep going in the direction it's going in. It takes a lot to redirect it into the positive. If, an, if negative energy scoots in there, it goes full force. It consumes you real quick, right? When you fall off, how crappy do you feel about yourself instantly? right? But when you do one good thing, you don't feel too good. It's not enough. You're not enough. It's not good enough. I don't feel great again. I'm not on my goal. It's those extremes that you need to tackle if you want this to last. It's not enough to get to a number on the scale. If you bring all your baggage with you to that number, you will feel just as unhappy and out of control and living in fear of when it will all go away 
And that's not why you're here. You want those feelings gone. I had a call on one of the group calls with one of the ladies and she was, she's kind of hovering right now with her weight. And she says, you know, she doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't know where her motivation went. And I said, sometimes you have to keep battling just to battle, just to prove you can battle, not to win, just to battle because you are trying to become the type of woman that keeps fighting. That is the goal itself. You're not fighting for anything. What if you're not fighting for anything? You're just fighting to fight. Then that's the goal and you reached it. And then you can do it again because that's the only goal. Instead of me battling, me putting an effort is for me to lose weight. And then if the weight doesn't, if the weight doesn't move, then I don't want to battle anymore because it's not working. Right? So then your entire actions and habits and routine is, is relying on the number. Right? That's why you usually slip up when you have a bad way in. It's not the week that caused the bad way in that screwed you up. It's how you react to the bad way in after it's happened. You spiral very quickly because that number is too tied into your routine. Your routine should be the goal in and of itself. And what affects your routine? It's how it's your energy around it. The energy you have to want to do it or to be persuaded not to do it, right? Energy can go either way. Protect your energy because that's what protects your routine. And the routine, getting a routine down pat like an expert is the main goal. And if you work on getting a routine right every day, the number will follow. And the number is not directly correlated to how successful or unsuccessful you are at your routine because you are happy and excited and content enough that you put in another good day's work of your routine. Instead of being anxious about your Sunday weigh-in, right? And this, uh, this, the same fit queen I was talking about just a second ago, she said she's never felt so confident and so fit in her entire life than she has now. And I said, that is the feeling we are going for. That is the goal to make sure we keep feeling that forever, right? Because that's what the number represents in our mind. When we picked the number as our goal number, it was because that number was associated with some type of feeling. We would feel our best. We would fit back into clothes. It, it made us feel something. But if you're already feeling what you've been trying to feel, what you think that number is going to feel, then don't focus on the number anymore. Focus on how can I recreate and stay in this feeling? And, the, and when I was talking to her, she said, I said, how are you so happy? She's like, because I put in the work and I'm proud of myself. So guess what you have to do to keep that feeling? Put in the work and keep making yourself proud. That's your answer. If you're frazzled and overwhelmed because there's too much sensory nonsense going on where you can't find your own opinion, add some facts and act accordingly, this is your, this is your path and your clarification right now. That feeling is what you're going after. 
You only get to that feeling by working hard and you only keep that feeling by working hard. So if you're feeling anxious, afraid, not or stuck, it's because you haven't been working hard and that feeling is going away. It's not the number that threw you off, it's the feeling that comes with the number. That's the difference. And that starts with protecting your energy, knowing where you're at, knowing what your truth is, not my truth, not the husband's truth, not Aunt Gertrude's truth, your truth. And you can only know your truth if you've blocked everybody else's out. That's what you need to be focusing all your energy on. That is where you get all your return. All the returns are there. How can I recreate this feeling? What got me to this good feeling? Think about when you felt your very, very best. What got you there? Because of usually how hard you worked to get there. So, so there's no need to ever be afraid of losing it. If you're just going to choose to keep stepping up and put in a little bit of work every day, whatever work means to you that day. And that's a big, that's a big difference here. That's a big difference. I want you to be, I want you to become good at silencing those around you, silencing the bad you in your mind. Know what you want, know why you want it, know how you get, know how you get it or got it. And then just do that. Just do that. But when you have people saying, you know, this exercise doesn't work and this food burns belly fat and you look too skinny or you're too fat or you're a bad mom or you shouldn't be a this, right? Like when you have this and this and this and this plus subconsciously society and, and the news and social media, you don't know what's right and you lose strength in yourself. Get it back. Pay attention. Wake up. Your energy has been wasted somewhere this week. Take it back. Find your truth. Recreate that feeling. Don't be an ass. All right, ladies. <laughs> well, that is all I got for you today. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't hang out with asses. Don't engage with the asses. All right. And don't let yourself become an ass. Don't engage. Be you, do you. Get better at hearing your truth.